Hello everyone and welcome to Parsha Inspiration. Parsha Naso is the longest parsha in the entire Torah. And what makes it the longest parsha is the lengthy description of the Chanukat Mizbeach, the dedication of the copper altar on which all the korbanot are going to be offered. The Torah tells us that the entire construction of the, of the Mishkan has been completed, everything is ready to go, and then the Nesim, the princes of the tribes, come forward with an offering they want to give to the Mishkan in order to inaugurate it, to give it an official opening of the Mishkan. Hashem tells Moshe that is rather than all of the Nasim bring one single offering all in one go, Hashem wants it to be staggered how each Nasim will bring an offering each day for 12 days. The Torah then relates to us on each of those 12 days, which Nasi came forward and what he offered. And essentially all the Nasiim brought exactly the same thing. So you have this repetition 12 times over of the same things being brought on each of those 12 days. Now, what's really, really surprising here in this description is that at the end of the 12 days, the Torah then summarizes what the total donation was. When you put each of the 12 donations together, what did it accumulate to? But then there's a really shocking pasuk right at the end of the parasha. A pasuk which seems totally random, totally out of place, totally unnecessary. What is it doing here? Let's have a look at this pasuk. The Torah says, Uvevo Moshe el oil moed ledaber ito. And when Moshe would come to the tent of meeting to speak with him, it doesn't say who with him is, it's, but we all know who that is, it's Hashem. Vaishma et hakol midaber elav me'al hakaporet asher al aron ha'idut. He would hear the voice from upon the cover of the Aaron, from between the two Kruvim, and he would speak to him. This pasuk seems to be a very generic description of how Moshe would conduct conversations with Hashem. Why is this relevant and what is it doing here? I believe this idea is fundamental to understanding what Sefer Bamidbar is all about. Sefer Bamidbar opens with a census. What's the purpose of this census? It seems that the idea is Hashem is officially setting up the different tribes of Israel and he's placing them in a, the formation of a camp. And this camp, led by Hashem, is getting ready to travel to Eretz Israel to take over the country. Essentially, these Shvatim are the Tzivot Hashem, the hosts of Hashem or the forces of Hashem, a military force, as expressed by the idea Kol Yotzet Tzavabi Israel, that those who are counted are those who go out to the army. And they're about to undertake a campaign to travel through the desert until they get to the land of Israel. So to this end, they're being set up as a military camp. And when they traveled, it's already been determined how they should go in formation as Hashem's military forces. Now, if we use this military paradigm, what role is the Ohel Moed? The tent of meeting is the command headquarters. And Moshe, whose job is to lead those forces, goes to consult with Hashem, the king of the nation. So why is this appearing after the contributions of the Nasiim? The Nasiim are the commanders of each Shevet, of each Tzava each of the special forces which are part of Hashem's hosts. When the Nasi makes a contribution, in a sense, he is swearing allegiance to Hashem on behalf of his, of his Shevet. And perhaps this is why Hashem told them that each Nasi should make his contribution on a separate day, because it's a swearing of allegiance. Each tribe should have their own distinct ceremony of swearing allegiance to Hashem. Once all the tribes have done that, then the Torah tells us, it's not telling us about something that happened right then. This was something that was happening all the time when Moshe would come 
So why put this right over here? Because the message the Torah is making is that now, after the Nasim have sworn allegiance on behalf of their tribes, the Machaneh of Hashem is now complete. And now they are ready to hear communication from Hashem, the king, as to what their mission is. But in addition to what I've just said, I think there's something even deeper going on here. When the Torah says, Vaishma et hakol midaberi love, this is somewhat reminiscent of another pasuk towards the beginning of the Torah, where it says, After Adam and Chava sinned, Vaishma et kol Hashem elokim mitalech bagan l'ruach hayom. They heard the voice of Hashem walking in the garden. Hashem's voice could be heard walking around in the Garden of Eden. However, as we know, soon after that, Adam and Chava are expelled from the garden and Hashem places Kruvim, these cherubs, these angelic figures, to guard the entrance to the garden. They are the gatekeepers that will not allow man to pass through back into the garden. However, in our Pasuk, at the end of Parashat Naso, it tells us that they hear the voice of Hashem coming from between the two Kruvim, the very same gatekeepers that don't allow us to go through to Gan Eden. They stand guard in the Mishkan and continue to prevent mankind from passing through to Gan Eden. However, in the space between the two Kruvim, the, the gateway towards Gan Eden, Hashem's voice from Gan Eden can emanate outward to us or to Moshe. In other words, the voice of Hashem continues to resonate within Gan Eden. Hashem continues to walk there. And although we are not yet worthy to go there, to enter into Gan Eden, to be there together with Him, we can hear his voice emerging from between the gatekeepers who are guarding the gateway to Gan Eden. The messages that emerge from this we can apply to our lives still today. One is that we are Hashem's army. We are the forces Hashem has placed in the world whose job is to represent Hashem's past in the world. And the second is that even though Hashem is very remote in some respects, He is much holier than us. He belongs in Gan Eden in a different realm to which we do not have access directly, at least not yet. Nevertheless, Hashem's voice emanates from that high lofty realm and it enters into our world and tells us and guides us how within our world we can conduct ourselves in order that we should be able to enter ultimately Gad Eden. Even though Hashem is transcendent, nevertheless, His voice is something that is accessible to us, that is made close to us, that we are able to hear and apply in our world. Thank you for joining us for Parsha Inspiration. I want to wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>